getting too much sun is dangerous and can lead to skin cancer, which is the most common form of cancer in the UK and worryingly is on the increase, even affecting youngsters. Now, what are the facts and how can we enjoy the sunshine safely? I'm joined now by Abby Cleave, who is a skincare expert. Hi, Abby. Hi, great to be here. Now, just what is it that uh, actually does the damage then with the sun's rays? Okay, look, firstly, I just want to say I'm not the sun police. I'm not here to stop everybody enjoying themselves. We all love a bit of sunshine, but there's some simple steps we can take to make it much, much healthier and much safer for ourselves. You mentioned the the skin cancer just at the top there when you were um, talking about what's going on, and you're right, it really is on the rise. Um, about 100,000 new cases every year, 2,500 of those result in us losing that patient, and that's just awful. Seven people a day dying of skin cancer. And we know the sun is the biggest contributor to that damage. Um, the, the issue with the sun is we have UVA and UVB rays, and we need to protect from both. Just to explain what they are, UVB rays, if you remember B for burning, those are the rays that sit on the top of our skin and we feel the heat from the UVB. Now they do the burning damage, do that very short term damage that often leads to longer term uh, damage later. But we're very aware when we overexpose because we burn. Now, UVA rays penetrate about double the depth. They go right down into what we call the subcutaneous, the deepest levels of the skin. And they cause changes in collagen, elastin, our DNA, and can lead and contribute to cancer as well. The UVA rays, remember A for aging, they do that really lasting aging damage. If you've ever seen anyone looking very leathery, lines and wrinkles, I'm afraid that's UVA damage. So if nothing else, please protect from an aging point of view and investing in your skin. Now, When we talk about protection, with UVB rays, we protect with SPF. And most people will have seen SPF um, in sun creams, of course, but also maybe even in their moisturiser or your makeup. And that's great. The more SPF that's out there for me, the better. But please don't rely on the SPF that you'd find in day cream or, or makeup because it's not what we call photostable. It will break down after an hour or two and it will no longer be protecting you. But it's great to have an extra boost. With UVA protection, that's a little bit more complicated. UVA protection, you'll really only find in dedicated sun care products, sun tan lotions. Now, there we use absorbers to absorb the UVA so your skin doesn't have to cope with it. Um, In the EU, it came in in 2010, we have to put a minimum of 33% um, so that the UVA absorbers are taking 33% of the UVA. That's actually really low on a, on a global scale. In Australia, they insist on 90% filters. And in fact, all the products that I'm involved with at Ultrasun, we always ensure very, very high UVA protections as well. So from a point of view of aging, of protecting and investing in your skin, you need that very high UVA as well as your high SPF. And to look at your product, have a look. It should have UVA in a little circle on the front of the label. That denotes it's at least past EU standards. But if you want to know more, maybe go on your manufacturer's website, ask around, go to independent groups like Mumsnet or something and ask a question, you know, what's the best song? And people will absolutely give you their experience and their advice. But UVA and UVB, we need to protect from both. How do you know if there's actually something wrong though, Abby? Something wrong with your sun protection? Yeah, or with your skin, yeah, if, if things... You oh, have, something wrong on your skin? Yeah. yeah. absolutely. So, okay, so obviously people who are fairer skinned are more vulnerable. We're looking primarily at moles, although don't forget that tattooed areas and scar tissue are also very susceptible. The main thing you're looking for is changes. Um, two things to be really aware of. If you're suddenly um, aware of a mole, maybe it's a bit itchy or it's just bothering you, you're suddenly sort of very conscious of it, 
itchiness often denotes change. You might have, you know, as a kid, when we all fell over and scraped our knees, suddenly as that gets better, it suddenly starts itching. And it's just the, the body as things change. We, we often um, get that sort of sensation of itching. So definitely if something itches, if something starts bugging you or you're more aware of it, go and see your GP. And also have a look, have a look at um, a mole. It's it's about how uniform it is as well. If you're starting to see it grow, change in colour, or the edges become, um, uh, I can't think of the opposite of uniform, but not uniform anymore. So it's starting to become um, a very odd shape, something very different to, to how you, you recognise it. Any change, please go and see your doctor. If you are worried, there's also great places like the mole clinic where you can pay and go and have your moles checked out as well. But your GP will be able to make that decision as to whether you need to be referred or not. A lot of our audience obviously don't have good eyesight, Abby. So I was looking at like that. So you're looking for things that perhaps you can feel are different. Absolutely. And the texture is very important. As things become a lot rougher, um, be aware of that. But that itching sensation, that's why I really wanted to talk about that because that change is quite significant and if we all are listening to our bodies you know and, and really being aware of that and also it's being aware of how moly you are because the people with more moles are more likely to have an issue we now know that so again maybe get somebody to, to just check you and be aware of exactly where moles are on your body but definitely the feel going from smooth to a, a rough feel and any sensation is an indicator that you should go and have a, a chat with your GP. And with with kids and things like that, sometimes you think, well, we'll just put it on a T-shirt, they'll be fine. But that's not necessarily a protection, is it? Absolutely not. I'm afraid most fabrics, cottons, and um, will let quite a lot of UVA and UVB in. There are some safe materials out there that will be advertised as such and will have a, an SPF normally of 50 um, and will protect from UVA and UVB. So sun-safe suits are great. And actually, a lot of the supermarkets do them, so they're a lot more affordable these days. But you do need great protection and underneath, whether it's for school days, because kids are out at lunchtime in the hottest part of the day, um, after school they might be going to a club or to play with nanny or granny or, you know, next door, they need protection. If you are out and about in your daily, you know, life or you work outdoors, really important to protect. Please don't think that the UK is sort of safe and it's only when we're travelling abroad because we have very high levels of UVA um, and UVB in this country. We've just come out of this beautiful weekend and it's at those times when people don't realise our skin is not, it hasn't sort of acclimatised to the sun yet because we're coming out of what feels like a long, cold, wet winter and our skin, we can really shock it and it's at this point in the year when a lot of the damage is done. Where can we get more information? Well, if you go to ultrasun.co.uk, there is a lot of frequently asked questions. There's a lot of information about how to look after yourself, how to hydrate properly, how to make sure that you are aware of your own sun account, how much sun your skin type can take and your kids as well. Um, and also, I must just mention, please think about the older generations in the family as well, because often people will say to me, oh, I never used to protect when I was a kid. And it's like, no, I know, but it's far more dangerous out there now. We've got less ozone protecting us, more UV. Take a take a look there at ultrasun.co.uk. Also, there are other great sites. I mentioned Mumsnet. There's cancerresearchuk.org, you know, where you'll get really fantastic independent advice. Um, so please do that. There are also phone numbers as well. So if you want advice by phone, um, ultrasun.co.uk, if you can get that number, we can give you great one-to-one advice. Always happy to do that. Abby Cleave, thank you for the advice. Pleasure.